0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Shut up and sit sit down. down. Hello and welcome back to Fourth Down Focus, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I am Dan Lundy, host of the podcast and founder of Fourth Down University, a company focused on the training and development of kickers, punters, snappers, and coaches. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag. Or use your mobile device and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on first deposits. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Episode 31 of the podcast welcomes Coach Larry Hurlbut. Coach Hurlbut's football story began as a kicker and punter for Orange Park High School in Jacksonville, Florida. His performance caught the attention of Edward Waters College, where he would play one year before transferring to Campbellsville University in Kentucky, where he finished his college career. Herbert then served eight years in the United States Air Force before transferring back to Jacksonville, Florida in 2016. He's coached high school football in Kentucky, North Carolina, and Florida, and played four years of semi-pro ball for the Panama City Beach Patriots, River City Commandos, and the Florida Falcons. Currently, Coach Herbert is the special teams coordinator at Jacksonville Athletic Academy in Jacksonville, Florida. Coach, it's a pleasure having you on the show. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good, Coach. I want to say thank you for this opportunity.
1: Yeah, man, I, I just learned of you and JAA, and, you know, it's a kicking world, right? It's, it's a very small community, and I'm really honored to have you on. I wanted to mention to the, to the listeners that one of the main reasons I connected with you is that you signed one of my players, Christian Bartley, who is also an alum of Orange Park High School where you played. I'm really excited for Christian, and I know you are too. Uh, I'd like to start the show by having you give us more information on this Jacksonville Athletic Academy. This is a it's a new opportunity for athletes who are transitioning to college football, uh, I believe basketball as well. And I'd like you to give a brief explanation as to how this JAA, Jacksonville Athletic Academy, differs from a traditional college football program.
0: Yeah, so um, in January, uh, Nolan Carroll, uh, he's a Clay High School alumni in, in orange park florida he got together uh with some guys and uh coach robbie which is our head coach and athletic director his brother nico and they would sat down and started brainstorming some some ways because you know when me and robbie and nolan graduated in 05 if you wanted to go play like a juco you had to go out to california or kansas there wasn't nothing local so with as much talent in northeast florida and other parts of florida with COVID and all that. We're like, you know what, let's see if we can drop something, make it a junior college football program, give these kids another option of not just the mentality of, you know what, if I don't go D1, D2, I guess my just dream's over. So, you know, we got together, we sat down started brainstorming and we just hit it off with a bang. Jacksonville athletic Academy, the students will go to Florida state college at Jacksonville for their academics we work out at Achieve Fitness in Fleming Island. So to pretty much give you a backstory is it's different from most of your schools due to the fact is we don't have anything of our own yet. So we're using other people's facilities, housing via like apartments or whatnot. And we're just going to give these kids, you know, the D1 mentality of this is how they work out of those big programs. This is the work regimen. This is how you do your academics, because when you think about of a juco program, either the kids didn't get enough film to go to a bigger school or they just struggled in the classroom. And that's where we're going to come in, mentor them, because 18 to 21, that's a huge time frame to where if you get a hold of the, these kids and get them really wired into this process is you can save a lot of kids. So that's what we came up with and uh this this year camp starts July 19th and then our first games in August so we're looking forward to it.
1: Wow. No I and I looked at your website of course before having you on the show just to get a little more of a feel for you and and where it is you work and a couple more positives I like is you mentioned it already COVID exponentially made the recruiting process harder because it moved everything back a calendar year. So now you already you're, you're a senior right now. You're a class of 21. Uh, you now have to compete with the seniors last year who didn't get an opportunity. And you got to compete with the seniors this year who are wanting to play as well. Um, So it's, it's, it's a crowded market, if you will. And I love, it appeals to me that there's a place in Florida where you don't have to go to Mississippi or Kansas or Southern California to get that year of acclimation and coaching and some kids need the, the academics settled and maybe some grade recovery. But I think what I like most about JAA is you. And that's why I brought you on the show. I coach specialists. Everyone on the show knows that, that my passion and this show's passion and focus lies in things that transpire on fourth down. And to have a guy with a kicking background, a coach, I should say with a kicking background in a college setting it's it's invaluable. It doesn't really happen very often. There's only a handful in the country. There's only two at the FBS level. So you're an asset. And I think that Floridians especially, because I deal with that market a lot, upcoming Florida specialists Lewis to the show, should most definitely seek you out And consider you as an option. So again, thank you for the for coming on and and giving a little more background on that. Well, I also want to mention that you are going to share at the end ways to get a hold of you and perhaps ways to do a little more research on JAA uh, via the web. So shifting the focus now to recruiting a little more. Right now, the class of 22 and 23 is, in fact, the recruiting focus of college football. I've seen what you have to say and and others who are are now kind of turning the page and starting to look at current juniors and current sophomores. If you can, give your advice to these current sophomore and junior specialists, these 22s and 23s, who are now in the process of managing school football and recruiting.
0: So the biggest thing for me when I always talk to these guys you know I don't want to call them kids you know because they're still you know they're 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 finding their way so the biggest thing that I try to tell them is don't think of next year the year after that you got to think of okay in the next five to ten years what is it that I want to do after high school do I want to continue to play football or is that just a oh that sounds fun so do your research on your schools that you're interested in, what degree programs do they have. But the biggest thing as far as school, you got to maintain that good GPA. The one thing that I've noticed here recently is, and and from talking to Nolan and Mike Carter, who's our defensive coordinator is if you don't have a 3.0, it is very rare that these big D1, D2 schools are even going to consider because in their mind, it's like, okay, well, I can take this five-star or his four-star, but he struggles in the classroom. Now I have to worry about, well, did Johnny go to class today? Instead of you got a guy that is a three and a half to four and a half, but his GPA is a 3.0 to a 3.5. Well, guess what? More than likely, he's going to get that. Um, but the biggest thing is make yourself marketable. Go ahead and continue every day while you're at practice. Work on that craft. You know, whether it's kicking, punting, long snapping, because honestly, like nowadays, you know, I've noticed is there's a lot of guys that make a career in the NFL just by playing special teams. And a lot of people don't realize that from especially long snappers, but always push and preach consistency to all my specialists I've ever worked with. If you're consistent from foot placement to extension, when you're when you're snapping, you know, following all the way through your body to the punter, all that stuff right there. You're not going to have an issue when it comes down to crunch time. And, you know, you got that ice in your vein mentality. Everything's going to be easy. So pretty much just go back, go look at your schools, focus on your GPA, focus on doing your craft. And honestly, that's the biggest thing. It just make sure throughout the whole process that you're super respectful and you never burn a bridge with any coaches you speak with.
1: I love what you said. I, I taught, for 12 years in a high school setting anywhere from ninth to 12th grade, eventually uh, three different subject areas. So I saw it all. um, And a lot of my football players were in my classes, of course, that I coached. And, you know, it was a good opportunity for me as a coach to remind them the importance of that setting, the classroom. I think that people don't realize that at your level, the college football level the, the, the margin for error is, is so small, um, and, and everyone is, is very equal in ability. Everyone's good, you know, and coaches are good, and decisions are made well. Uh, it oftentimes comes down to one or two impactful plays, and those plays sometimes occur on fourth down. Aside from that, I think back to, to my point is the classroom is a great indicator of is this kid accountable, does he hold himself accountable in what may seem like a mundane or an unimportant thing to them? It's of the utmost importance because it, doing the little things well are the biggest of deals, right? It's it, it's it's the kids that don't dot their I's and cross their T's that get passed up at your level. And I think that a great way for a guy like you to evaluate someone from afar is to see how they manage themselves in the classroom. So I love what you said about that. Um and it it is it's it's some it's undeniable and it's unfortunately it's too late sometimes uh, for kids to realize this. So I can't stress enough. The classroom must come first because in the end we're not playing football at 50. We're gonna be working. We're gonna be doing something. Correct. we're gonna be doing something else. So you better have something to fall back on. Uh, you also mentioned being unique and standing out. i I love I love that, and I want to go that direction. I encourage my specialists to be unique. I, I realize that Twitter is a catalyst in a lot of kids' lives. It, it's a great way to get out there, get exposure, um, get guys like you to look at them and say, wow, that really stood out to me as being a great rep, or I love that drill he's doing, and he's going above and beyond tonight. Look at him doing some indoor work or some stretching. I'd like you to share some things that grab your attention both positively and and negatively when you're on Twitter watching specialist game practice film or whatever it is they're posting?
0: Yeah, so you're right. You know, it does have the positive, but sometimes there are negative sides to some of the stuff, um, whether the video quality might be bad, you know, so there's a lot of times that I'll be scrolling through and I'll find something and I'll be like, well, I can kind of see that he has the talent. So let me reach out and be like, hey, bud. So I was looking at your film. Um, the only thing that I would suggest is try to get something that's more clear so you can actually see everything that you're doing and a lot of the times a positive feedback is hey coach you know I didn't actually realize that but thanks for bringing that to my attention and that's where a lot of my conversations start with a lot of the recruits that I talk to is I just keep it real with them you know like it's not here to beat them down like hey man your film looks like trash. That's not what we're here to do. You know, you got to build these kids up because with COVID that's going on, it's a lot of mentality stuff that these kids are taking on. But as far as like stuff that I look for, uh, for instance, with punters, how are their drops? Do they have good drops to where is the ball level and parallel to the ground? Well, I mean, if it's not, it, it takes a big difference off of your foot. Um, So good drops, good extension, good hang time Uh, with my kickers, physical strength, which, you know, that's one thing that I saw with Christian that goes to fourth down university is the kid's strong. He's very, very talented. Uh, The understand the importance of the plant foot, you know, because a lot of people don't realize like that's your direction. You know, if you're, you're, if you're pulling the ball more than likely, it's because your foot's facing an opposite direction and not straight on. And then the ball jumping off of your foot. As far as snappers, hands shooting out, your body follows through to the punter. But, you know, back to the just good quality, um, making sure that anytime you do talk to somebody, it is respectful. It's not, hey, what's up, bro? You know, because a lot of the times, like, because I recruit a lot of the kids, not just punters, kickers, and specialists, but I, I talk to other kids as well and send them on to our staff but that's what we're seeing a lot of. And it's like, you know, you're killing your opportunities because of how you speak to somebody. Um, So make sure you're always respectful. And that's pretty much it. I mean, just try to do little things, like make it show that you're actually working every single day to perfect your craft. Uh, Not just, I posted this video a month and a half later, I'll post this. Anytime you go to camps, Anytime you're just doing stuff around the house, whether you're sitting on the couch and just working on your drops as a punter, stuff like that, like, wow, this kid actually cares what's going on and he's actually working on perfecting everything in the process of getting the ball off of his foot.
1: Absolutely. I I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think that that's probably the most powerful stuff to a guy like you. I'm just speculating, but When I said stand out and be unique, you see nothing but athletes performing on a field and a practice or a camp. But I think to supplement that, to go further with that, to show how much passion you have for it is what you're doing, because that's what you're looking for. You guys at your level are looking for people who love football. I had a guy on my show last week and it resonated with me. He's like, these coaches want to know these kids love it. They don't have to like it. They have to love it. And I think the only way to only way to showcase that feeling or to put that out there in the world to be seen is to be consistent, to be regular with it, to post often and to tag those that you really want to see it to get your attention. So I I really, really could not agree with you more. Before we continue, I have a message from one of our sponsors. The 4th Down Focus podcast is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for high wellness CBD products. The new gummy line has different flavors and functions to help improve sleep, focus, energy, and the immune system. Right now, if you buy one of the gummy products, you get one free. There are six different benefits to choose from, and instead of choosing just one, visit justlive.com and use code SUPPORT to buy one and get one free. That's buy one, get one free at justlive.com using code support. Now back to the show. Okay, recruiting is ongoing. Specialists, it's often the final hour that a guy like you will pull an offer or, or, or extend a preferred walk-on of sorts. Only a handful of specialists each year have the option to sign early. And many of these five stars that go to all these camps are lucky to even receive a PWO, let alone a scholarship. What is your opinion of the current state of recruitment for high school specialists and what are some ways specialists can be proactive in the recruiting process for you?
0: Yeah. So like, you know, we've been talking uh, on multiple times today about the, the COVID. Um, I think it's put a, a damper on recruiting, um, especially from the specialist. I mean, just sit and think about it, you know, there's only a handful of guys that, you know, you can scroll on Twitter, um, you know, just a guy off the top of my head, uh, Sean Miser that that played at Bishop Kenny. There's very few in the in the area that you're like, wow, he actually got you know a, a scholarship and, but there's so much talent. Um, so I think it's really really hard, especially with the COVID stuff. But there's so much that. I think a lot of kids, they don't realize. I think it was a good thing when they put out the last chance you thing on Netflix. But I also think a lot of kids are like, well, if I go Juco, it's because I messed up or I got in trouble. And that's where we're coming back. And we're like, no, this is a second chance. This is a reboot. And that's what we're telling kids. Hey, this is a reboot because there's two kids. There's I don't have enough film or my GPA just wasn't high enough. So now we're rebooting you we're teaching you hey this is what you got to do academically this is what the workouts consist of Monday through Friday waking up on Saturdays and getting that done but you have to look at more than just division 1 you got to look at the D2 the D3 jucos NAIA's because no matter what at the end of the day like you were saying football goes away you got to have something to fall back on And that's where your academics come. So if your mindset is, I just want to play football, football is never going to be there. Because at the end of the day, you've been preached from the time you started playing sports, you got to be a student athlete. Well, the student part is first. The athlete comes after. So I think when you get in there and you're being productive, but you also have to go to camps, whether it's working with 4th Down University Uh, The other one that I know of is, you know, Mike Hollis, Pro Form Kicking. Those are all in the local area. So if you can get out and do these camps and get with actual specialized people, not just somebody that's like, yeah, I've kicked before. I'm going to teach you how to do something. It's like actual people that's going to put their time and effort in to making you better specialties with punting, snapping, and kicking. Those things right there are going to help you and then get your film, record things. And then on top of that, uh, like uh, Coach Cahill said in uh, the last podcast that he did with you, make your Twitter professional. Don't go on there and post, you know, a rapper posting a video and now that's on there. So these coaches are looking at your stuff like, oh my goodness, like what's going on? Make it strictly about football. I mean, if you want to post motivational stuff, I mean, you see all the time, hey, it's Motivational Monday, and I'll post like a quote, you know, just to be like, hey, it's Monday. It's another 24 hours we woke up. It's another week that we get to start to every day progress to be better than we were the day before. And every time you do stuff like that, and that's also the small stuff like you were talking about making yourself unique. When coaches see stuff like that, they're like, wow, this kid's motivated. Uh, He's a positive kid. Now that speaks to your character. So if you can do stuff like that to be proactive in the recruiting process, once you get the connection, then you can build that relationship with these coaches. But all it takes is one coach. It takes one person to reach out and be like, Hey, Johnny, how are you doing today? And then you just build a relationship from there, you know, periodically check in. Hey coach, just wanted to let you know. I went and worked out with fourth down university this weekend. Here's my clip. Wow. Wow. You're, you're actually putting that work in. I I like what I see, you know, that's the stuff that a lot of kids, I don't realize that you got to make your Twitter different than your Facebook or make your Twitter different than Instagram. It's not just like, let me just share, share, share. No, this is, this is your future. You know, like coach Cahill said, make it like your indeed or like your jobs.com. Like you have, this is a job that it's like an application that you're trying to get an interview for. That's pretty much how the recruiting process is, is starting to turn to.
1: I think it's important what you said. I want to like, just go back to what you said because it resonated with me. Is You didn't say, I want these kids to go get a star or I want these kids to go get a ranking. What you said was you want them to go find instruction. You want them to go find a training environment where they're going to find their best self. And I absolutely could not agree with you more. I don't think people like you, and I could be wrong, really could care less about a star or a ranking. You want to see the athlete. I don't want to know some man's opinion of what this kid is. I want to see what this kid is. And all you have to do is show me what you are. Show me what you are often, consistently, indoors, outdoors. Uh, that's that's the trick. I don't think people like you care less about, oh, well, Billy Bob in Mississippi thinks you're the number one rated punter in the country. How many punters has Billy Bob evaluated 30, you know? So thank you so much for saying that because I, I, I couldn't agree more uh, with that is find, find a training environment that, that you're going to grow in. And the other thing I wanted to add on that you said that I loved was it really, if we're going to talk about specialists, because this show is surrounded on fourth down. If Christian Bartley goes 21 for 21 at JAA this fall, To my recollection, it would be just like him going 21 for 21 in the swamp, in the Orange Bowl, in the Super Bowl, because the hashes are the same. It's 18 feet, six inch uprights. There's a snap and a hold operation and you got to get it over the line of scrimmage. So it's not really like Christian or any, anyone is playing to a a lower level. You're kicking, you're punting, you're doing something that's transferable at any level. So go and find a place to play execute. And if you want to play football on Sundays, do it very well, wherever you are. I have one more question for you. Uh, This, this is, I want you to think about this one now, coach in your 15 plus years coaching specialists at all levels what is the one trait that you believe to be essential in being a great specialist
0: well I'm a huge Gator fan so the one thing I've I've always loved about Urban now that he's a Jaguar head coach is he's a huge special teams guy I mean anytime you sit here and listen to coach Urban talk is specialist 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 it makes a difference Because at the end of the day, if offense is not doing it, if defense is not doing it, as long as you put three points on the board, you win the game. So the biggest thing that I've always taken out of him is you got to be that edge. And the edge starts where the average stops and the elite begins. So if you always have that edge, you're already one step above somebody who's average. And that much closer to being elite. And and that's one thing I've always lived by is, you know, if you come in, you put the work, you grind, it's just going to make you better. Amen. Whether it's football wise, academic wise, or just being a better man. So when one day you do have that family and then even, you know, going back to your mom and dad, like they've raised you your whole life to give you this opportunity. So why not use that opportunity that they gave you, make it better, get that mentorship and then give back. And that's what, you know, we're, we're doing here at JAA. We want to give back to the community that gave us the opportunity to get out of orange park in Jacksonville and go to the next level and play. And and that's what we're we're doing here at JAA.
1: I love, I love that answer. Uh, And I couldn't agree more. I, I've been fortunate enough to be around some Sunday specialists and, and that is a trait that they all share. And we talked about that. I think the last episode with coach Hill is the co- competitive nature of these guys. Yeah. And it's not just on the field, right? Coach it's, it's uh who's going to get to the dorm room faster or who can touch that, that light right there. It, it, everything becomes a game. And I think that's a very good indicator as to uh, what a good specialist needs to be as a competitor, you know, so I, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this. You, you've got a busy schedule and uh, you took the time out for my show today. And I, and I, I want to thank you so much. It means a lot to everyone here at 4th Down Focus that you could share a little bit about your story, a little bit about JAA and just your thoughts on, on what it is to be a good specialist. So I'd like you to share with the audience how they can follow you, perhaps Twitter, um, websites, wh- whatever you uh, whatever you want.
0: Yeah, so uh, if my DMs are open, um, you can follow me on Twitter at at But It's H-U-R-L-B-U-T-L-A-R-Y, which is my first name, Larry. We also have our JacksonvilleAthleticAcademy.org website that you can go on, find out more about the program. And then our Jacksonville Athletic Academy football Twitter handle is at J-A-A underscore football. Yeah, if you guys have any questions or just want to talk about what you could do to better yourself or, Hey coach, you want to look at my film real quick? Give me some critique. Listen, guys, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you guys out. And, and coach Lundy, I just want to thank you again uh, for this opportunity to get on here and talk about JAA and who I am as a coach and, and what I look for and how I'm here to just help these guys get better and, and grow Uh, And I look forward to working with you more and possibly coming out there and talking to some of the guys in the 22 and 23 class uh, that you guys work with on a constant basis.
1: Yeah, we'd love to have you. And I'm sure we're going to do stuff in the future. But just for the audience, you know, I met you on Twitter. I mean, we're not we're not just saying things. You know, this was you appealed to me. I appealed to you. I like the way you conducted yourself on Twitter. There was a couple of DMs exchanged. And now here we are. This is how relationships get built. And I love I love it because it's it's an example of what you talked about in the show today. Um, It's no different. We're just two coaches instead of a coach player. So thank you again. Um, Please give us a five star rating, a review, subscribe to the show and most definitely share it with a friend. If you have questions related to the podcast, suggestions for future topics or guests, or if you just have feedback for the show, you can reach me, Dan Lundy in several ways. My website is fourthdownu. that's 4-T-H-D-O-W-N-U.com. It has endless resources for specialists and coaches. On social media, my Instagram and Twitter is at Down that's at 4-T-H-D-O-W-N-U. And on Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find me by searching Dan Space Lundy, L-U-N-D-Y. Thanks again for joining us at 4th Down Focus, presented by BET Online. We'll see you next week with an exciting new guest, I hope 2021 is treating each of you well. And remember, in all things, give thanks.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.